Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Monday, April 27th. S&P futures are rallying about a percent. That's about 27 points. The major European indices are also enjoying healthy gains up about 1.6 to 2%, and Asia was higher across the board as well. Um, so a ton of news out over the weekend and then this morning to run through. Um, I'll try to touch on the major themes and trends. I think a lot of the big headlines or the a lot, a lot of the kind of a sensible reasons for the rally today strike me as being somewhat recycled, um, but nevertheless, obviously having um, a positive impact on the tape. So, you know, reopening is a huge theme. You had a ton of headlines over the weekend and again this morning about various cities, states, countries in Europe, in Europe, uh, I'm sorry, in, in Europe and the U.S., talking about, uh, you know, lifting government lockdown restrictions over the coming days and weeks. So, again, this should not be surprising to anyone. Um, this is very consistent with what uh, government officials have been kind of telegraphing and signaling now for a couple of weeks at least. Um, but I think as it comes to fruition and you actually see these restrictions get lifted, um, it's certainly helping sentiment. So, and this is something that will accelerate over the coming weeks. So into May, you're going to see, especially a lot of the hotspots in the U.S., in particular New York, uh, May 15th is a big day where Cuomo yesterday essentially said that the process will begin after May 15th. Um, you know, my whole point is I, I think that lifting government lockdown restrictions is the easy part. The question is that should not be conflated with the normalization of economic activity, which I think is going to be a lot longer. It's going to take a lot longer than actually lifting um, the lockdown restrictions. It's one thing to have stores reopen, um, but it's it's a, it's another thing to have kind of uh, individuals, consumers, et cetera, resume their normal economic lives. So. Um, I think, like I said, that that's kind of been a theme of mine for a while. I think, I think lifting these restrictions is going to be the easy part. The question is how long will it take for economies to normalize? Um, stimulus is another big theme this morning. So the BOJ had their meeting, their scheduled meeting They They tripled their uh, corporate bond target. They're also now shifting to a quote unquote unlimited QE. So rather than buying a specific amount of bonds, they're going to be buying however many bonds it takes to hit their yield objectives. Um, Again, I, you know, of all the major central banks, the BOG is is the least relevant for U.S. equities, in my opinion. Um, I don't really see this as a monumental um, announcement for them. And if anything, you know, if you sit in the in Europe and the U.S. and you look at the Fed and ECB adopt Japan-like monetary policies, um, you know, this is now several several years of enormous monetary combination from the BOJ to little effect. So, if anything, I think you know the fact that BOJ continues at this point in time. Um, to act this aggressively and and to produce very you know few tangible results um, should, if anything, be a negative for the U.S. and Europe. Obviously, it's not going to be the case immediately, but um, I think it's I think the BUJ is is kind of a giant example of the ineffective of how ineffective monetary policy can be, um, you know, at a certain point in time. But again, stimulus is a big theme for today. So you have reopening, you have stimulus. Um, you know, keep in mind you have the Fed on Wednesday, the ECB on Thursday. I think the Fed will be somewhat uneventful. The ECB, though, um, you know, is probably going to have to be increasing some of their um, bond purchase quotas just because they're running through it so aggressively. So the Fed has shifted to an unlimited QE policy right now just to avoid having to kind of go back and continue to increase that quota. Um, the ECB, you know, I would say it's probably, um, you know, it's going to be easier for them, I think, to kind of adopt the same unlimited policy just to avoid, again, having to continue to go back and increase the quota amount. But investors widely assume that you're going to see, um, you know, an increased bond purchase target out of the ECB on Thursday. So stimulus is certainly helping as well. On the earnings front, 
You had a few notable names in Europe. So Deutsche Bank, obviously, it's a big one. Deutsche Bank last night came out with an upside pre-announcement for Q1. Um, certainly positive. Deutsche Bank is the leading stock in Europe this morning, up over 10%. Eurozone banks are very strong today. So the SX7P index of Eurozone banks is the top sector index in Europe this morning, up over 3%. I don't necessarily think it's going to have much read to the US. It's certainly beneficial, um, you know, positive bank headlines. But keep in mind, we're already all the way through the US bank earnings season. All the banks are over and done with. We've seen all the reports. They were not terrific. Um, you know, the, we're just now getting into the European bank earnings season. So I don't necessarily think Europe should really kind of change how investors viewed the Q1 bank earnings season. Um, Adidas had earnings out today, you know, pretty gloomy numbers as far as revenue and earnings for Q1. I think investors are kind of cherry picking some positive comments for management. So I think one notable one um, was where management said their Chinese sales could be at pre-crisis levels by the end of Q2. Um, which again, certainly is a positive development, just showing that there is a path forward out of this coronavirus um, process once the lockdown restrictions are lifted. Ashteed, which is a uh, European, I'm sorry, a, a, a UK industrial company similar to United Rentals in the US, they had a uh, business update out this morning and made somewhat positive comments. Again, I think it's somewhat cherry picking, but they talked about how trends have stabilized since April 10th in the US and in Europe. Um, you know, again, with just positive intercontinental hotels, similar comments. Um, again, you can accuse the market of cherry picking. They talk about how China has been steadily improving um, over the last couple of months. You know, they're still suffering enormously in other markets, but I think investors are kind of focusing on the positives this morning. So you have, I think those are the kind of big three um, reasons on the tape today where you have kind of reopening stimulus and then you have some positive earnings developments that's driving a lot of the rally we're seeing. I personally think um, that a lot of this is kind of just ongoing optimism or anticipation of remdesivir or positive treatment headlines. Um, and so you had, you know, again, we had now for two Fridays in a row, you had a remdesivir driven rally. Um, you know, recall two Fridays, it was the stat article. And then last Friday, you had another kind of update out of Reuters. There are two major remdesivir trials underway now, one of severe patients. Those, that severe patient trial data should be out any day now. It's supposed to be out by the end, before the end of the month. Um, Bloomberg over the weekend talked about it's going to hit any day. So I think anticipation of that data is a big reason why the market um, has been so buoyant and has, you know, has, has had this kind of steady underlying bid to it. I think anticipation of the trial, though, will be much more positive than the actual data itself. Um, and that, you know, I, I think the base case assumption is that you will see efficacy demonstrated to some degree in some patients and that you're probably going to wind up getting FDA approval for this thing. But it's not going to be a panacea. This is not a cure. Um, and it probably will not dramatically shift the narrative around coronavirus. So, you know, I think that there's way too much optimism in the tape right now about, um, you know, having some silver bullet treatment headline hit the tape. Um, you know, in the, in the next 48 or, or 96 hours. Um, and like I said, I think anticipation of it is going to be much more beneficial for stocks than the actual news. So until that gets out of the way, I, I think it's going to be very hard um, for the market to really suffer a sustained sell-off. But like I said, I, I think when the data does hit, um, you know, it's not going to be nearly as positive as, as a lot of people think. And that, again, that assumes that you, it will demonstrate efficacy and you will get FDA approval. So I don't think it's going to be a complete failure by any means. I just think that investors are, um, you know, their hopes are, are too high with regards to it. Um, so th those are the major news items. There's a lot more out there. I have all the uh, news in today's Vital Dawn. 
on the calendar front, this is going to be a very, very busy week. This is going to be the peak of Q1 earnings by volume. Um, and like I said, you have a lot of central banks. You had the BOJ this morning. You have the Fed on Wednesday. You have the ECB on Thursday. You have a lot of eco data. Um, I have everything linked or I have everything spelled out in the Vital Dawn today. For Monday specifically, there's not a lot. So you don't have a lot of eco data and there's really not anyone major that's reporting earnings. Um, it's really kind of that kicks off tomorrow where tomorrow morning you have CAT, Triple N, Merck, Pepsi, Pfizer, UPS. That's all Tuesday morning and then and then unfolds from there. Uh, so that is everything for today. Um, again, and my views on the market are still the same as before. I still think that t- over 2,800, this is not a rally to be chased. Um, again, I'm not really all that negative on fundamentals. I just think that the market has already embedded a lot of the positive developments that you've seen over the last couple of months and that it's going to be kind of in a in a holding par- pattern now um, between 2,600 and 2,800. So again, I don't want to chase the market above these levels, um, despite all the optimism this morning. So that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.